Hey, this is John Lee Dumas from EO Fire, and you're listening to Self-Publishing Journeys with your show host, Paul Teague. It's the must-listen weekly podcast for all indie authors who are prepared to ignite. I'd finally introduce Paul's podcast diary, which is going to be a weekly look at what I'm up to with my own writing activities. And it seemed a good week to start because I've just today come back from Leicester, having spent the weekend at the self-publishing conference in the city. Now, it's funny, uh, for those of you in the, in the UK listening to this, you'll know that it's a huge weekend uh, for Leicester if you're into your football. And it was very interesting when I was lost in the centre of centre looking for where, the, where I was staying overnight. I actually went past the football stadium and there was a massive sense of excitement in the city. So it's actually a really good time to be in Leicester for the weekend. So this was uh, the self-publishing conference and it was organised by Troubadour Limited. Now they have a self-publishing arm called Matador and I've actually spoken to a couple of their self-published authors on this show already. It was really, really well organised, a lovely event. It was held at the university and it's actually the second uh, self-publishing or writing event I've been to in the UK that's been based at a university and they make a really nice venue it works ever so well they have the big sessions in the lecture theatres and then we all go off into the seminar rooms for the the breakout sessions and, and they really do work nicely as venues and um, so I'm going to add this event the self-publishing conference which is in its fourth year if memory serves me correctly I'm going to add that to the author school and the York Festival of Writing as my must-attend author events uh, in the UK and there's a couple in the USA that I'd really like to go to next year but that all depends on income as all indie authors will know uh, but I really do recommend these the, the other great thing about them the York Festival of Writing um, is not expensive I'm used to paying internet marketing prices so I, I'm used to having to pay in the past thousands of pounds for weekend events so I think the York Festival of Writing if you're there for absolutely everything and you get two nights accommodation and all your food is something like it's in between 400 and 500 pounds now in actual fact I did that package last year and it's br it's brilliant value what you get for that is absolutely exceptional with all the writing sessions and the networking and everything um, but if you are on a budget the self-publishing conference and the author school are both way under £100, so they're very, very accessible indie author events. So I can't recommend them highly enough. My highlights over the weekend, and there were many, um, was Clive Herbert from Nielsen revealing that their ISBN purchasing system is going to become web-based and automated over the summer. Now, at the moment, I've been ranting about this among indie authors because when you get your Nielsen ISBNs, it's actually quite a manual process. Somebody emails you back with a spreadsheet full of ISBN numbers. That's going to be the end of that, though. It's all going to become automated. Now, it was fascinating to have Clive in the room, to hear Nielsen you know, explaining how they do things and why they do things. Absolutely fascinating. It completely opened my eyes to the process. And I did actually double Clive afterwards. And I'm hoping that he's going to appear on this podcast in, in future weeks. I also uh, sat next to a, a male writer of erotic fiction, a gentleman called Ashley Lister, who's uh, published a lot of books on erotic fiction and had a fascinating chat to him uh, because uh, I'm thinking of putting uh, some sex scenes or at least one sex scene in my next novel. I'll talk to you about that in a moment or two. And what I don't want to win is a bad sex award. You know, we have these in the UK. I, I want to do it uh, properly. And um, so I was chatting to him about this and the terminology you should use and things like that. And uh, it turned out he was actually doing a presentation 
uh, over the, at the weekend um, at the event. So again, I got the old calling card out and, and said, would you be a guest on the show? And I've got a provisional yes. I'm hoping that Ashley's going to join me on a future podcast and we could talk about the process of, of writing erotic fiction, which is what he does as a man, obviously, but also to talk about sex scenes because many of us have them in our books and it's something that we need to do well. So we're going to get some tips and advice on that. Um, all of the speakers that I saw were amazing. I got loads of tips. I always do whenever I go to these events, uh, whatever you think you know, you always walk out the room with at least a couple of things that you can use in your business. And that to me makes it worthwhile doing all the traveling that you have, that I have to do from where I live in the north of England to get to these events. It was a, a brilliant networking opportunity. I came back with, I think, four or five future guests for this podcast. So I'm working on emailing them now and trying to get them booked in. Oh, and somebody else who I'm chasing, we had a fascinating presentation by Alison Baverstock. I think that's how you pronounce her surname. She was talking about some research that she'd done on self-published authors. And she'd, she'd done a lot of surveying, asked lots of questions. And apparently, self-published authors are really content with their lot. They're a very, very happy group. And, and they're very supportive of each other too. And Alison said, she's written a lot of books, and she said it's the happiest book experience that she's ever had because it's such a satisfied area, such a satisfied uh, community and supportive community. So again, I, I missed Alison. I was trying to catch her after she'd done her presentation. I missed her, unfortunately. I was distracted and she, she'd moved on. So uh, again, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm hoping that we can get her on this podcast because her research is absolutely fascinating if you want to know more about being an indie author and why it's a popular and why so many people are doing it then then her research explains it all so i really am very strongly recommending to you that you check out the self-publishing conference in leicester i'm kind of assuming that they'll do a fifth next year um but you can monitor that if you go to a one word self-publishing conference no hyphens or anything it's just selfpublishingconference.org.uk and you can keep up to date with that and find out the latest details. So that was my, my weekend. Uh, this week is a big week for me, and that's why it's a really good week for me to start this podcast diary, because I'm starting to write again this week. And um, I, have to, I have to bootstrap my author career. I'm not in the privileged position of, of being able to do this full time yet. So I have to work during the week and balance my time and, and fit the podcast in with writing and everything else that has to be done. And uh, it's funny, my, my writing years have, have taken a pattern on. So I, I seem to spend December to April uh, proofreading, getting books ready for self-publication, doing all the bits, the marketing, listing on Draft of Digital, and all the things, many, many things you have to do as a self-published author. And then I get my, my butt in the chair and do the writing from about April onwards. Uh, and that's been the rhythm for two years now. I started writing my first ever book two years ago in April, and then finished it at, at Christmas, finished the trilogy at Christmas. And last year followed the same pattern. I wrote a trilogy in, in that, that period of the year. So I think it's going to be slightly different this year. I'm putting myself on a really tight deadline with this. This is going to be my first full-length book. And by full-length, I think The Secret Bunker, the first book in that trilogy, was about 50,000, 55,000 words. But I worked up by the end of the Grid trilogy. I think the last book is... is in between 85,000 and 90,000. So I was, I, I view it as limbering up, stretching the muscles and, and just getting used to things and, and building up your strength. So I'm ready to write this full 
length 90,000 to 100,000 word novel. And wait for it, I've scheduled this over three months. So uh, to my left here at my desk, I've got a schedule and I, I work I work to quite a tight schedule. I've scheduled all my writing days in and so, <laughs> so long as the idea works and I don't hit any dead ends or anything like that, then I'm hoping to have my 90 to 100,000 words finished by the 29th of July. Now I'm, I'm on the clock because I've booked in my copy editor proofreader for that date for the 1st of August. So I'm on a bit of a tight deadline because I want to have a, a good version of this done to take to the Festival of Writing. Uh, when you go to the Festival of Writing, you can book in agent sessions. And I've booked in, I always pay for an extra one. I've booked in three sessions with agents and this is the book that I'm gonna take. And they don't, they don't need the whole book. They don't need to read the whole book. So I'm gonna to polish to death the first five to 10,000 words, but they won't even read that when I send it off for feedback. But I need to make sure I've got the book you know, ready and in a decent condition for that. Uh, and that's what I'm aiming for. So my aim this year is to get a really you know, good uh, quality, uh, accessible. So I've moved out of science fiction. I, what I, I want to do, I'm coming back to science fiction. But what I found is that it's a lot harder when you're taking it to, all, to the agents, they're, they're less receptive to it. So I want to do something that you would see uh, basically you know, on Richard and Judy or something like that. I just want to see something bog standard, thriller, um, psychological kind of thriller. And I want to have a go at writing one of those. So uh, interestingly, there's another target in here, in that, and I'm looking over, I have a big pin board in front of me here and I've got all my competitions that I'm entering. Just, I've just stand up and grab this clip here because at the moment, uh, Richard and Judy have got a competition on and you've got to submit 10,000 words plus a detailed synopsis of your novel to Richard and Judy by the 31st of May 2016. So the targets I'm setting myself are to have a very polished and, and really good 10,000 word, 10, words ready for the 31st of May because that's going to Richard and Judy. And then I want the book written um, and I want to take it to some agents for some feedback at the York Festival of Writing in September. So I need it to be as polished as it can be. And then if uh, if I did have any luck with the Richard and Judy thing, I've got to have the book ready for, I think it's the end of December. So those are the targets I'm working on with that book this year. And um, I, I've got it all planned out. So I'm hoping that I hit those targets. But it's funny, isn't it? I've written since um, April two years ago, over, I think it's about 650,000 words uh, in fiction and non-fiction. And it's ridiculous because I'm nervous about starting this book. I'm always nervous about starting a new book. I think it's trusting emergence that this book's gonna flow and that you're gonna get a story. And I got loads and loads of thrillers, uh, plots and ideas in my head. Um, so I'm, 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 dying, I'm dying to get this out now, uh, but I'm still nervous about starting writing, which is interesting. But I start writing on Wednesday, this Wednesday. So I'll let you know how I got on next week in next week's podcast diary. Got a lot of news for you this week. Um, we might as well start, you know, strong with these diaries. Um, I've spent some money on some promos this week, and I just wanted to let you know how they, how they've gone. Um, I spent seventy dollars on a on a free booksy promo in the sci-fi niche. I've spent twenty dollars on the books machine and twenty dollars on a bookbuzz.net promo. Now those promos have been responsible for one thousand four hundred and eighty-three downloads. Uh, which I don't know, I think that's pretty good. I feel quite happy about that. Now, the way that I write, the promos were for the Grid Trilogy one and the Secret Bunker Trilogy one. 
Now those, um, I write in a series strategy, I have done so far, this thriller's a departure from that. Um, so I've written two series, and the first books in both series are perma-free. The second books are priced at £2 or $2.99, uh, so I get 70% commissions. And the last books are priced at £3.99, again, so I get 70% commissions. Now, all the books are available in box sets, and then I have a mega box set of six books. So each package that I have um, is, is cheaper than if you bought separately, but obviously I'm making those 70% commissions on the prices. Now, the whole strategy for me is, as a new author, no one knows who I am, so I have to get people into my into my sales funnel in some way, and that's why the first two books are perma-free. Now, at the end of the first book, at the moment, I'm running a limited campaign. I got I can't remember who I got this tip off. It was a great tip. If I remember, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, great tip to, at the end of the, the first book, I say, if you want to keep reading, write a review, send me a link to your review and I will email you the next book, the second book for free. Now I'm doing that as a proactive move to try and get more reviews because I've got all the links in the front and the back of the book and all of these things that people tell you to do, but I'm just not getting enough reviews. I'm shifting a lot of books and I'm just not getting enough reviews. So I decided to incentivize the reviews and, and, and I'm gonna give that a try. So I'll let you know how I get on with that. So we've got a lot of downloads. We put a lot of traffic on those books. What I'm hoping now is that I'm gonna get a lot of reviews for book two. So I give up the, the money on book two, but then obviously people will still buy book three. Now, when I get to a reasonable number of reviews on books one and book two, I will pull that offer so that I start to charge people for book two and book three in the series. But as an unknown author, I have to do what I can to get the, the positive reviews and to get some, to get some momentum uh, underway. The interesting thing is, is that when I give those books for free, whenever I've done those free promos, I've always had an immediate uplift then in the books that sell. Now, I, I, I can't track this, or I haven't figured out a way of tracking it, but a lot of people seem to get the free book and then go on and buy books two and three straight away before they've even read the first book because I automatically see that uplift in sales when I promote the free book. So it's all very interesting, but those promos, which were for the free book C and the books machine, or the, uh, was for the grid one, and the book buzz, which I'd never tried before, was for the secret bunker. Got a good, got a good response on the bookbuzz.net. Well, I would use that again. Um, free Booksy, I always love. Free Booksy is well worth doing. You get a lot of downloads on Free Booksy. Um, and what's what's really very good is that the books machine are always very clever. They obviously see that I've got a promo going on Free Booksy. And they always email me directly and give me a deal uh, on the promo. And I've done it every time. And it gives me a lift for a second day. Incidentally, what I should say is that these, um, these promos this week allowed the grid one to get to the number two position in the free books in uh, science fiction in the USA. So USA number two in science fiction, the grid got to, and the secret bunker, I had two books in the top 20 in the USA on the top best-selling free books. Now I can't remember, I don't want to tell you something that's incorrect, but I think, I think it was 14 or something the secret bunker was at it was in the it was in the teens so so i i've hit a personal best this week having two books in the free top 20 usa sci-fi which i'm very uh, pleased with what i got to do next is to get those in the paid top 100 that's that's what i need to do next that's the big trick okay finishing off the diary now 
Uh, I've done some podcast interviews this week too. It's been a really busy week actually. Uh, done a couple of podcast interviews. I recorded Philippa Donovan this week. Now I met Philippa at a recent author school event. These these events are fantastic for networking, by the way. Now Philippa is based in LA, and Philippa matches authors' manuscripts with filmmakers. So where she's got a great manuscript that would make a fabulous film, she's taking them out to LA and are doing a blind date with manuscripts and filmmakers. So I was very, very excited about that. Um, very keen to get an interview with Philippa. We recorded it last week, and that interview is scheduled for Monday, the 20th of June. It's, if you've got any aspirations at all to get your book turned into a movie, make sure you don't miss that interview. Monday, the 20th of June. I also recorded this week, Leila Devji from I Am Self Publishing. Uh, Leila, I first saw on an Alliance of Independent Authors presentation. It was just a couple of weeks ago. And I thought, well, again, I'd like to interview about what you've done because uh, Leila comes from a traditional background, but is now working with self-publishers. And in the interview, she gives a great insight into the world of scouts and editors and a real, um, I think, a real insight into the world of traditional publishing. So again, uh, that's not firmly scheduled yet, but I'll let you know when I've got a firm scheduled date for that. Next week's guest is going to be Richard McMunn. Richard is a fascinating guy, an amazing guy. He's a former firefighter who has self-published, wait for it, over 200 books. He's got an amazing story and also, by the way, a brilliant resource for you. If you're struggling to build your author platform, if the thought of building uh, your own website or your blog just makes you want to pull your hair out, then listen to Richard. He's got a great tool, free resource that he's going to uh, make available next week. Finally then, don't miss the Alliance of Independent Authors online event on Saturday the 14th of May. I've put links to this on the show notes page. Uh, I'm giving a presentation, by the way. It's called 10 Amazing Tools for Indie Authors. Build your author platform and get more writing done. So I, I don't know when my presentation is running. I think it's in the middle of the night UK time, but it's I think it's geared to a different time zone in the States. So I think it's all very sociable in the States, but in the UK it's quite late but don't worry about that because it's available on demand after it goes out originally so uh, do do check that out again i've put the links on the show notes page uh, well worth a look and um, i'm really looking forward to giving my presentation it's the first presentation i've done for the alliance of independent authors i've done loads of presentations but i'm actually a bit nervous about this one because it's to a completely new audience Okay, well, I hope you found this week's podcast diary uh, interesting. If you've got any comments or want to ask any questions or raise any kind of points or issues or pass on any kind of news, then please do get in touch with me at paul at paulteague.com or just use the contact us form at the top of the podcast website. Thank you for listening to this week's self-publishing journeys. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with your indie author friends. Or you can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whichever podcast directory you use. In the meantime, you'll find previous interviews and all the show notes at selfpublishingjourneys.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll have more great self-publishing tips for you next week. <laughs>